Welcome. So today we're continuing uh, the Mimer uh, of Zohar, uh, explaining the uh, the role of, uh, of well, what Amalek tries to do and how we have to overcome Amalek. We spoke about how through reflecting on Hashem Echad, how Hashem is one, the only real thing we can develop is a deep love of Hashem and, and pleasure in Hashem. And now we're starting today from Ach Ketzad, the last uh, paragraph on the final column of uh, Daf Pei But how can a person reach this revelation and this love? Because we are stuck in the, the, the spiritual exile of Egypt, uh, meaning that the, the godliness within our soul is concealed and our interest and our excitement is in worldly pleasures as everyone knows inside themselves. So how do we transform so that our excitement and our love sh- should be love of Hashem, uh, that we love that we love Hashem like our very being? So the solution is through the Pasuk that uh, that talk in the beginning of Bashalach that says, Vayasev Elikim. Yamsuf that uh, Hashem made the uh, Jewish people not go straight to Israel, but instead turn and go through the desert. Uh, and the idea of uh, of uh, desert uh, is uh, explained in another pasuk, the famous pasuk Zachar that Hashem says, "I remember the uh, love of your youth of the, when when the Jewish people were young." To follow after me in the desert. So we see that the, the idea of a desert is connected to following after Hashem. Because sometimes we are ponim, ponim, we're face to face with Hashem, but other times we're after Hashem, where we're not so inspired, but still we follow after Hashem. There's uh, in the uh, Nevoah of, of uh, Yechezkel, it talks about Ksuva Ponim Ba'achar, the scroll that is uh, written on the, on the front and the back. And uh, like it says about Moshe, Hashem says to Moshe, where is this You'll see my back. So there's uh, in within uh, the holiness and and uh, revelation of Hashem that could be either panim or achar, the front, the face, the front, or the back. Similarly, in, in our neshama, in our soul, there's also the face and the back. The face is the panimis, the internal part of the heart. Where, where it's uh, clearly manifest that Hashem is one and, and, and uh, Hashem is our uh, vitality, our life force. And, uh, the, and, and in that level, the Neshama's whole pleasure is Hashem. Then there's Acher, where there's not so much revelation. And he doesn't feel the same pleasure, but nevertheless, he forces him, his, his self, himself and his heart to be drawn after Hashem. And that's uh, the meaning of the pasuk that says "la say salavon parshasekev" to make yourself. Uh, here, the Alter translates it as "to make yourself love Hashem." In other words, that you're, uh, it's not what you would naturally be drawn to, but you're through focusing your mind on thoughts that will develop uh, this uh, love of Hashem. You can bring yourself towards a, a somewhat of a love and an excitement of Hashem. That it should, uh, but even so, even though you've developed this love, but since it's only because you know that that's the right thing, it's not something that you're naturally drawn towards. 
So it's not going to fill your uh, whole heart it, that, that you want nothing else. It will just be that uh, that uh, it's enough to to uh, control um, uh, clipper, to control the uh, the uh, uh, impure uh, uh, part of ourselves. And uh, it's only a scafia, not is hapla. It's only subduing the uh, forces of a uh, of, uh, clipper, but not transforming it to holiness. Now, we, we, one can understand uh, that uh, even if he, if he uh, works to develop a powerful love of Hashem, with all your heart and all your soul, but still, since it's, it's only been developed because he's forced himself to do it, so he hasn't killed the clipper. He's only put it to sleep. And this is like the conversation between Yaakov and his children before he passed away that uh, he, Yaakov was uh, worried about their spiritual state. And they said, Shema Yisrael, listen, our father Yisrael, Hashem Elikein, Hashem, uh, um, Hashem Echad, that Hashem is our God, Hashem is one. That And the, what they meant to say is that just like, like the, the Gemara says, that just like uh, in your heart there's, not, there's only Hashem, so to our heart there's only Hashem. But there's still a difference between Yaakov and the Shvatim. Because Yaakov... That was his natural state. He was a soul from the highest spiritual world, from Atsilos, and all he wanted was godliness. Uh, whereas with the Shvatim, it was uh, that they, they were souls from within Bia, within uh, the uh, worlds of Bria Tiarasia, and so they had to work to reach this level, and therefore it didn't. It wasn't their natural state. And this could be a path that we can follow, like the Shvatim. We're regular people, but we can realize that this is the right way and this is this is what we should be drawn towards and then try to create a feeling for uh, for the hashem and for to be what desire to be connected to hashem and uh, to, to have strong resolve uh, to break all other tavas and uh, all other uh, desires and, and and focus with the mind controlling the heart uh, on uh, on subduing all that and, and just uh, being drawn towards Hashem. And then if he merits, if we merit, we might be gifted with this hapcha, with this transformation, that that's actually what we uh, we naturally want, like a tzaddik, that all he wants is Hashem. And, th- and then we, we will have a revelation of, uh, 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 of Hashem inside our heart, and then it won't be achra, it won't be the back anymore, but it will be panim pnimis, the inner side, the face. And uh, like the Pasuk says, that uh, that your ear, ears will hear something from behind you, to say that this is the path, meaning that we start off from from behind the back, and uh, then from that we come to the path and where Hashem is revealed in an internal way. And because it's so important to start off with resolve, even when we're not fully there, so that's why uh, Krishna, the reciting of Shema, is called is is the time of Kabbalas Elmach Shmaim, accepting the yoke of heaven, which is about iskafia, about subduing the bad, even before we come to a level level of um, of uh, actual transformation. Next paragraph, the Hinei El. So now this yoke is the yoke of Malchus Shemaim, the kingdom of heaven. So the idea of malchus is uh, to create an other, that there should be something outside of just Hashem, 
The Pasuk says in Ashrei, to inform uh, a man of Hashem's uh, uh, strength and the honor of the of the glory of his kingship. So it, the Pasuk mentions that Hashem's kingship and uh, that the, the kingship is related to Gvoraisa of his strength, related to Gvora that Hashem has to uh, conceal his presence and contract his light in order to allow for there to be something outside of Hashem. And it says that there's no king without a people. Um, uh, is, is about uh, being something uh, separate uh, to allow for that, to allow for kingship, because really there's only Hashem. Uh, but uh, Hashem conceals his presence to allow to, that he should be king over separate beings. And just like Hashem uses Gevura to, uh, to hold, restrain him, his own light, so, so do we have to respond uh, with with the strength, with restraints that uh, like to follow the mitzvah that we say in the third paragraph of Shema, not to stray after our heart that we close our eyes not to look at things we shouldn't. And uh, and just like in Surah in the negative, so to in the positive, to do more than we want to, that even if we are used to learning uh, a certain amount of times, to learn one more, like it says, to learn 101 times instead of the regular 100 that they used to learn in those days. So the extra time is, again, it's subduing himself because it's against his nature. And through that, that Gvura, so that's how we uh, accept Hashem as king over us. Next paragraph, so this is how we fix up the damage of Amalek and because it says that Amalek makes Hashem's name and his, Hashem's throne incomplete. And then uh, through this, we make Hashem's name complete and his throne complete. Hashem's name is Yudke Vavke, and it's incomplete when the Yudke, the, the Yud and the first Hay is separated from the Vavke. The Yudke represents Amadiskasia, the hidden worlds, and then Vav K is Amadiskalia, the revealed worlds. Because Vav is about bringing down that it should be revealed. Now, it, the Pasuk says, The heavens and earth I fill, says Hashem, meaning uh, that uh, the fa- Hashem feeling the heaven and earth is from the level of Hashem speaking. Uh, the word of Hashem, which is uh, Malchus, a speech which comes after all the midas, all the intellectual and emotional attributes, then at the end is speech where you reveal it to others. And uh, Hashem uh, revealing himself to us is through our efforts that uh, we we should... Uh, that we should uh, try to uh, develop an Avav Hashem, a love of Hashem, even, even when it doesn't come naturally through Mashallah, through the mind control, controlling the heart. And then we will hopefully be lucky to also have Pnimis Alev. After the back, where it's a bit forced, hopefully we'll come to the internal part of the heart uh, that it should be our, our organic uh, desire that all we want is Hashem and it's welling up within us because the uh, clip of the uh, impurity within us is, is being transformed. And then through our Ava, our love, so that awakening from below then elicits an awakening from above from Hashem, that Yurke uh, Hashem as he is beyond, uh, in the, like in the hidden worlds, which are beyond us, uh, comes down into the revealed worlds, which are called Vavke, and then Hashem's name is complete. 
And similarly, Hashem's throne is complete. The idea of a throne is connected to Malchus, the uh, kingship, which is where, where uh, which the level which independent others are acknowledged. And the idea of a throne is Malchus sitting down, in other words, lowering of Malchus. Now, what's the idea of sitting spiritually? So it's about bringing down to a, a lower level, just as when a person sits down, so he's lower physically, so too spiritually, uh, that uh, he, he sits and he bends his uh, back. Uh, and and uh, do, doing all the uh, mitzvahs, all the, com- all the commands, which in a physical way, that's the level of acharayim, that's the back, that we don't under- uh, feel it, we're not inspired, but we do it anyway. And uh, even when we're doing it only from the back, in other words, we don't have it internally, it's not our natural love, but still, it's still the, the mitzvahs are still the limbs of the king. And when you uh, hold uh, someone's arm, you're pulling the very the person's very self. Uh, so, so even through the external of the mitzvahs, just practically doing them, we, um, we, br- we bring down uh, Hashem himself. Next paragraph, Achimei. Okay, so there is uh, uh, these two levels of ponim and achar, the inner and the external, the back, uh, in holiness and in unholiness. And in unholiness, so just like in holiness, you could do it even when you're not uh, fully up to it, and that's in the holy way. So then there's the back, also in klipa, which is a molek. That's why the, he's called a molek. It comes from am molek, the nation that cuts off from the back of the neck. And Malika was uh, used sometimes in the base of Migdash to, uh, to uh, slaughter an animal from the uh, uh, a bird from the back of the neck. So the idea is uh, again, it's a uh, it's uh, the, connected to the back and the neck because we use out the neck in a positive way. It says that the, that Moshe asks Hashem to forgive the Jewish people because they are a, a stiff-necked people, as Chassidus explains. Uh, that 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 from the level of the back of the neck, meaning we do things even when we're not inspired, that's why they should be forgiven. Uh, to, because we stand strong and determined and uh, even, even when we're not quite there. And the idea of the neck and especially the back of the neck, so it connects the uh, mind and the heart. But the ideas that the person realized in his mind should spread out throughout his body and uh, and to transform himself, that uh, that he he should actually want with his whole being. In other words, it should be organic, his natural self. That he should just want Hashem. Whereas Amalek is the exact opposite. That even though he realizes that the right thing is to uh, be, for, follow and be drawn after Hashem, but Amalek says, "I don't care. I'm, when, I'm not gonna. I don't want to be do that anyway." And on the contrary, he does the exact opposite. And that's why Amalek attacked the back of the people. It says that Amalek attacked those who were stumbling back in the, in the, in the end of the Jewish people. So he was focused on the back, which is where he could uh, be effective. In other words, not where it's, the, where we're at the level of Pneumius, we have internal deep organic connect, uh, love of Hashem there. Amalek wouldn't be successful, but he focused on the back and to be the exact opposite, that even though uh, he knows what's right, he still he has chutzpah, he has this audacity to go against that anyway. Like we said, 
that uh, Ambolic is uh, from the word Ambolic, the nation that cuts off uh, the back of the neck uh, to cut off that connection between uh, what we know in our mind and what we feel in, in our heart and do, do in our body. Amalek saw all the miracles and they saw clearly that Hashem is helping um, Israel, the Jewish people, but still they uh, had the audacity to step forward and fight. Pari, on the other hand, he didn't, he says, Hashem. I don't know Hashem. So he had, had a sort of an excuse. Why is he opposing godliness? Because he hadn't seen Revelation. And when that kept going, even after the Marcus, that was because his heart had been hardened. Otherwise, he would have given in. And in general, Klippa and, and, and the game that uh, oppress us, it's because the, the uh, holiness and Hashem is uh, hidden from them and they're sunken into Klippa. Whereas Amalek is different. Amalek knows Hashem, but despite that, uh, goes, goes against it anyway. Now, one of the mitzvahs that the Yidden had when they came into Eretz Yisrael is to get rid of Zari Shel Amalek, the seed of Amalek, because Amalek plants this seed of obstinate going against what we know to be true within us as well, within the, the Jewish people. And we have to cut it out and destroy that. And that's why just as we have the exodus from Egypt in every generation and every day, so do we have to cut out this Amalek every day? Uh, so during Galos, during the time of exile, we're following after Hashem because there's not the same degree of re revelation of Hashem like there is during the base of Migdash. So because we're going after Hashem, so we can't really destroy Amalek and therefore we rely on Hashem saying, that I will destroy the uh, the memory of Amalek. And this is the war of Hashem, the war of Hashem against Amalek, because we wouldn't be able to do it ourselves. Uh, because we can, all we can do is ask Hashem for mercy to destroy the Amalek in us, uh, that, that uh, stubbornness to go against what we know to be right. But then when uh, when Hashem uh, clears the land for us and brings us to Eretz Yisrael, the Eretz Tevar Chava, the uh, good and broad land that where we're able to have, uh, where it's flowing on milk and honey, the honey represents this natural pleasure in Hashem, where we're able to have a deep love of Hashem in a way of panemius, internal, so then we're not just coming from the back, but internal, so then we'll be able to destroy Amalek as we're, ourselves. Tim Amalek, we can destroy the memory of Amalek, and he shall not forget, because the idea of forgetfulness comes from the back, whereas panemius, when we're in an internal relationship, then there's no forgetfulness. Uh, and, and only originally when we leave Egypt, then we're still uh, just doing things even without uh, being fully there emotionally. But once we get to the spiritual Eretz Yisrael, so then we're above this and then we can destroy our Malik ourselves. Now we'll continue the beer on the Maimah, the Kabbalistic explanation on the Maimah. So... Uh, we quote in the Maimah that Hashem's name is not complete and throne is not complete until Amalek is destroyed. So Hashem's name uh, is uh, in the spheres, uh, the emotional attributes of Attilus, whereas the throne is in Malchus, uh, which uh, uh, goes down to enliven the lower worlds. Uh, so to have Hashem's name complete is, is uh, through uh, when 
intellectual spheres, Chachman Bina, and uh, come down into uh, into Zion to the emotional um, midas, and the link between them is Das, uh, which makes uh, the ideas in the mind personalized, and and then divides it into the two sides, right and left, Chesed Gvura, love and reverence, and then uh, the throne, like we said, is is Malchus, and the the uh, soul is compared to malchus which uh, receives light from hashem and uh, the when it's uh, working well so then uh, the neshama receives receives an internal way from yisrael which is uh, the word yisrael comes from sarisa imelikim that the it's uh, beyond the, uh, hashem's name elikim hashem's name within worlds and within nature uh, that uh, that there should be this internal revelation in our in our nishamas that, that that we should realize and we should sense how our life was is, is godliness and, and our soul pleasure should be Hashem and that's the meaning of the land flowing with milk and honey that the honey is that sweetness and pleasure in Hashem. But during the the what does this spiritual exile in Egypt represents? Represents when Malchus descends into Bia, into the worlds of where there's some seeming independence from Hashem, and over the page. And at that stage, Malchus is below the other spheres. Is below. It's just a, a, a dot below um, this the emotional attributes ending in your side, and. And then Malchus uh, 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 elevates back up uh, first to be back to back with the other spheres and then to be even face to face. This is the idea of following after Hashem in the desert, that's, which is back to back to follow Hashem even when we're not fully emotionally there. And uh, this is uh, when we uh, reflect about Hashem uh, to the degree that we come to a, a, a realization that the appropriate thing that is to have a love of Hashem. We don't naturally feel it, but our mind still forces our heart to a certain degree. And, and at that stage, uh, Klippa is only subdued. Uh, and uh, uh, then we, we work to develop Ava B'chol Levav with all our heart and all our soul. But despite our best efforts, it's never fully there. We don't have this uh, pleasure in Hashem. We just know that this is what we should be drawn to and try to develop uh, some level of feeling. On the But then when we get to a stage of ponim b'ponim, we're gifted with the internal relationship, so then we really feel it. And then Hashem's name is complete and His throne is complete. Like we said, the throne represents uh, Malchus, the, the, the completion of Malchus, because really there's nothing but Hashem, so there's no one to be king over. Uh, but Hashem uh, decided that he wants to be king and therefore made it symptom, a contraction, uh, uh, that his light shouldn't be uh, visible. And, and that allows for a feeling of yesh, of uh, separate existence. And we have to work the same way, in a way of symptom that uh, the, to uh, go beyond our capacity. We want to learn a certain amount, learn more. Uh, like, we, like we said in the Maimur, and, the, and similarly in, with Tara. There's also, there's ponim and acher, there's the internal and the back, the ex, which is the external. The uh, external is the mitzvah practically. We have mitzvahs, tefillin, that's for, for parashas and, and, and different compartments. 
And then the internal is what they represent, that the parish of Kadesh is Hashem's light of Chachma, the parish of Hashem's light of, uh, of Bin, etc. And similarly with Sukkot, so the Schach could either be simple vegetation that you put on the roof or the spiritual meaning of it, which is it represents a light of Makif, Makif in the Bina, uh, which uh, this uh, uh, deeper, uh, all encompass like a, a, a surrounding light of Hashem, um, an encompassing light, uh, which uh, that's the panemis of the mitzvah. And in the panemis, in the internal of the mitzvah, that's where there's uh, pleasure, and uh, moves us from uh, from we were we we we've lucky if we can uh, move from a state of achar b'achar back to back to ponim b'ponim to face to face, and this is why Moshe praised the Jewish people as unclearful that they're a stiff-necked people. It doesn't seem to be a praise, but he says they're stiff stiff-necked v'salatan because of that. Hasidus explains that's why there should be forgiveness. Uh, because uh, based on the normal rules, they didn't f- deserve forgiveness. But Moshe brought uh, uh, brought down a level of erech of uh, uh, deeper compassion and mercy on them to allow forgiveness. But why should they deserve this? It's because they are unclear if they've got this uh, stiff neck, meaning the strength to do what's right, even when they're not totally feeling it. And that's why they were able to tap into Erech HaPayim, to Hashem's uh, ab- uh, abundant uh, compassion. Whereas Amalek cuts off that uh, connection. The rest of the, the seven nations of Canaan refer to the seven midas within Klippa. But Amalek and Pari are both in the neck. Uh, Pari combats Das Elyon. Whereas Amalek is in Das Tachten. And the the idea of the uh, the neck with the uh, with pare between what we understand in our mind, what we feel in our heart, and in our doing our body. And Hashem said to Yaakov that Anochi Eredim Chomitzrayim that I'm going to descend with you into Egypt. Anochi Al and I will also elevate you from there. So the descent into Egypt is into the neck where it blocks off. Uh, our, what we've understood from coming to emotions and then the aliyah, the elevation afterwards is when we're then able to push through and that it, it permeates our whole being, our emotions and our action. And we reach this uh, this uh, 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 good and sweet land which represents uh, the love, uh, f- full love and revelation of Hashem. Now, Molek tries to block this from coming through, even though he knows Hashem, he's still Yudeis Rebbeinu Mechav Limerid, but he knows Hashem, but he specifically tries to go against Hashem anyway, not to let what he knows uh, intellectually come into motions, whereas Pari denies Hashem. So he says, I, Hashem, I don't know Hashem. Uh, and in a way, Molek is worse in that way, that despite knowing Hashem, it blocks it anyway. It's a bigger chutzpah. And... Uh, so just the, the holy way is that even when we're not inspired, we do it anyway. The unholy way of a Molik is even when we, he knows he doesn't, do it, he doesn't do what he knows to be right anyway. And that's why there's this eternal war with a Molik. And every day we have to fight a Molik. 
we are not, but during the times of Golos and the times of exile, we are not able to totally uproot this. And therefore we ask Hashem, that Hashem should destroy Amalek. Whereas once uh, we reach the sweet lands where, in other words, where we develop a full in, inner love of Hashem. So then we're able to get rid of Amalek ourselves. And that's where we say, Timcha Zech Amalek. In short, uh, so we, we, we explained that uh, the I, that Mitzrayim and Amalek uh, block off from uh, our, our understanding, permeating our emotions. And, uh, and uh, the, what, what we've got to do is, even when we're in a state of Achra, a state of the back, uh, follow Hashem anyway in that state. And that's the idea of Kabbalah Sel. And uh, through that, we uh, make Hashem's name and throne complete, that there's a, a linkage between the concealed worlds and, and revealed worlds. Uh, and, and Malchus is able to both uh, to descend down uh, to us, to allow us to, to exist, uh, but still be connected back up uh, with the highest spheres. And and uh, uh, this and this is uh, the uh, through this ocher through this uh, uh, following Hashem even when we're not up to it. So that that is the stiff neck that Moshe uh, mentioned when he wanted to and he achieved atonement for us. That because we're stiff neck, therefore the therefore we should be forgiven.